Good morning, everybody. This is Errol Rappaport. I want to welcome you to our new series of podcasts called Rappaport in Residence. This is the second podcast in a series designed to highlight all the exceptional talent involved in our next event called Illuminance. Illuminance represents a public-private partnership between the Bannerman Island Trust and the Daisy Joplin Music Mentoring Foundation. The money raised for the foundation will, for, will provide tuition-free music lessons and mentorship opportunities for over 94 students aged 7 to 18 years old. For those of you who don't know Daisy Joplin, she is one of the most talented magical violinists I have ever heard. When I first saw her perform, I was at a fundraiser for the Actors Fund hosted by Jamie DeRoy in New York City. I was mesmerized by her performance and, and she just took over the stage and she was just magical, playing the violin and, and, and wonderful. And so I've been a believer ever since. And so now I'm a proud board member and facilitator of the Daisy Joplin Music Mentoring Foundation. The show Illuminance that we are inviting to you is a once in a lifetime experience. This will include a romantic 20 minute boat ride on the Hudson River at dusk during the harvest moon. Doesn't get better than that. No. Followed by a um, tour of the island, which is magical. There'll be refreshments. There'll be a dance performance choreographed by Bell Torres. Um, the main event then is a 90 minute concert by Daisy Joplin and a band featuring Michael Fagenbaum. Daisy plays music that is a fusion of rock, folk, and classical. It just takes your breath away. And last, we have an incredible light show designed by Deke surgeon, who is an Emmy Award winning light designer. Every ticket you buy will benefit the Bannerman Castle Trust created to conserve the beauty and specialness of the island and the Daisy Joplin Music Mentoring Foundation. Now pay attention. This is a limited engagement from September yes. 30th to October 4th. So buy your tickets now. Okay, my guest today is Laura Geritano. Laura is the interim president of the Daisy Joplin Musical Foundation. She is so special. And I know, Laura, you spent a lifetime in the music business. And uh, Laura, are, are you there, Laura? I am. Hi, good morning. Okay, so Laura, would you please tell us about yourself? Introduce yourself and tell us about yourself. I will, thank you. First of all, Errol, you look fabulous in front of that castle. And that castle, the photo behind you is actually one of Deke's works from a previous show that he did on Bannerman Island. So it, just looking at that photo thank alone, you. I know that this is going to be just a magical event, like you said. But uh, thank you for having me this morning. I am just overjoyed to spend this time with you. Uh, I am Laura G. I have been in the music business and entertainment business for most of my life. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, graduate right out of high school. My very first job was in the credit department of Capitol Records at 17 years old. Uh, I was thinking I might have been a lawyer. So I was taking legal STEM classes and court stenography and things like that. And uh, the high school that I went to, which was Norman Thomas Commercial High School in Manhattan on 33rd and Park, had a great work study program. And their counseling, uh, the counselors, 
connected students, seniors, juniors and seniors with jobs in the local area. I worked for a local company that made belts and one of my girlfriends worked for a collection agent. And one day in our STEM class, she said, uh, you know, my boss has a friend who needs a secretary who knows all these legal terminologies because they're always suing people for money. You should go on this interview. And I said, all right, no problem. So when I went on the interview, literally in jeans and a t-shirt, I walked into this company on 56th and 6th Avenue in Manhattan, and it was Capitol Records. Uh, Duran Duran was in the building. It, they were the first time they had ever been up at the label. And here I am, 17 years old, walking around a liquor label. So I knew that that job was for me. And from there, I went on to work at Arista Records and then became head of marketing for the independent division of Sony Records and Sony Distribution. And it was just an honor, an absolute honor. I've got a lifetime of memories, uh, a photo album that shows a lot of it. And uh, I currently work in radio, which kind of is, is weird because we used to make the records to get played. And now I'm in that end, but I am in sales and marketing at the top radio stations up here in Westchester and the Hudson Valley. Uh, and, and it's just a thrill and an honor. Wow, Laura, that is such an interesting background. And, and, and I can't believe all the things you've done. What a great um, way to, you know, for success. Could you please tell us now about your involvement in the Daisy Joplin Music Mentoring Foundation? Yes, uh, and thank you. So all those years going through it, like I said, I showed up at Capitol Records in jeans and a t-shirt. My first boss was my first mentor and his name was Joe. And when I walked in and sat down with him, he said to me, uh, okay, uh, tell me about yourself. I said, okay, I graduate on June 24th and I can start on June 25th. And he said, well, I haven't interviewed you yet. And I said, well, you don't have to because I'm gonna work harder for you than anybody you have ever met ever. I love this place, I wanna work here, I am gonna work hard for you. And he said, you know what? I like that kind of drive, you're hired. And I started in September. His secretary was going on maternity leave and not coming back and that's where I started. I got my first promotion within a year and never looked back. Of course, I didn't stay within credit. I moved on to sales and marketing where I spent the rest of my career. But he was my first mentor. He taught me an office. I had no idea how to work in an office. He taught me lose the t-shirt and, and the jeans. He said, take that baseball cap off. All right, this is how you answer a phone. These are office machines. Now we're talking 1981 here. So the, t the office machines were like a telex, a fax machine that you had to put the phone in a holder. And you know, all type of the, our printer was the size of my sofa. And it was a whole different thing, but he, tr and I still speak to him today. And he truly was my very first mentor. He changed me from being a high school kid to an office person. And I learned how to present myself, how to work in an office, how to deal with office people and, and uh, office politics uh, at a very young age in a very high profile company. I mean, we had at that time in 1981, Capitol Records had all the hot stuff. You know, we had Queen, we had David Bowie, we had Duran Duran, we had so many others. So it was, it was an, an incredible time musically and it was an incredible time in, in, the, in the world of business for me. So I knew that again, that mentorship meant so much to me, but I, that also led me to know that I really didn't want to stay in the credit department forever. So when my nine to five ended, I would go upstairs to the 16th floor where all the bands hung out with the publicity department. 
That was my second mentorship. There were a few people up on that floor. So literally, I would work from 5 o'clock at night till 10, 11, 12, whatever it was, stuff envelopes, answer phones, sit with the artists and hand them the photos and the markers to sign, to autograph, to mail, to radio, whatever. And I had a different set of people, less on the mentorship side, but more on the guidance side to show me, okay, so this is what you do to get a record out. This is what you do to promote a show. And this is what you do to do this. And that gave me a whole other set of skills. And those formative years, my first five years of Capitol Records from 17 years old, really solidified how I was able to work in an office. I would have not been able to do that without those people who showed me the way and what to do. It was the building blocks of my entire career, being shown how to sit in an office at a desk. And those are such important basic life lessons. Moving on into Arista Records, where I was, you know, those back there, you know, that's Kenny G up there, you know, that double plaque. So wow. that, was, that, was another, that was another great mentoring experience. It was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do that. So when I got to Arista, uh, the, the gentleman that hired me, he actually left the company within two weeks and, and went to another company. And I was, okay, I was at a job for five years and now I'm at a new place. So the president of Arista Records, now I'm a kid, I'm like, oh my God, but at least I know how to be in an office now because my first mentor taught me that. So the mentorship that I received all along the way really instilled in me the need to continue mentoring and to continue to pay it forward. I would not be where I am today if not for that very first mentor. My second mentor, Sal, who told me, you tell me where you want to work in this company and I'll make a job for you. And then he turned me over to Lauren. She was my friend, my confidant, and my mentor, and has since passed away many years ago. But she taught me how to be a woman in the music business and make my way. And those lessons really, like I said, carried me forward. And all along my years, I have been very lucky to have had people who have worked alongside me. I really can't say for, because nobody worked for me. We all worked together towards a common goal. And I have, like I said, been lucky enough to mentor my assistants, my office workers, my uh, marketing managers, who are now presidents of the biggest music companies in the world. Uh, and it, it's, it was a thrill for me to be mentored and taught, and it was an equal thrill, if not more, to then teach. So then how I came to the Daisy Joplin Music Mentorship Foundation was through uh, one of our DJs. Uh, Daisy was putting out a record and she needed some help and she just needed a little bit of advice. So when my DJs knew that I came from the music business, so I started talking to Daisy. And before I knew it, I realized what the whole music mentorship program that she had uh, founded along with her husband, Joe, meant. And it immediately struck me. And to be able to provide tuition-free instruction, and these mentorship programs for children, whether it be mentoring in marketing or lighting design, which, again, that photo behind you, Zeke, is going to be mentoring children who are interested in lighting and staging and production. It's, it's unbelievable. Can you imagine working with someone who has an Emmy on their shelf for a young child in Peekskill, New York, or any small area of the Hudson Valley? Uh, our social media marketing person will be mentoring. I kind of am mentoring him. I am also being mentored by you. So again, it is uh, just a, a trickle-down effect of taking what you have learned and helping the next generation, just like our parents 
I wanted to do one step better than my parents did. My parents wanted to do one step better than their parents did. Same thing. I was taught by some of the best. It helped me be the best me. And I want to help the next be the best them. Wow. <laughs> Gloria, passion is contagious. My God. Hey. It's just so wonderful to see somebody so passionate about what they're doing. It's, a, it's Well, beautiful. I'm a product of how it works. I mean, listen, Emma, I, I, I'm a rock star in my own mind, of course, but I really was taught by people who it meant something to. It meant something for us to take a Whitney Houston from a brand new nobody to where she was. It meant something. And the work that we did meant something. And the people that taught me taught me that the value of work, the value of, of, of pride in your work, you know, taking pride in your work and the value of teaching someone to continue your work. Wow, that's amazing. But also I can say that the, the, the value is that you have the passion that you wanted to achieve more. You wanted to grow. You wanted to do this. You wanted to learn, which is just fantastic. Okay, so Laura, in closing, what advice do you want to give to the next generation of people in music and the arts? That's a great question. Um, the advice that I would give is um, embrace change, okay? Certainly, things now are uncertain. Things are changing. The music and entertainment field right now is as devastated as so many others. Uh, of course, health and wellness is top of the list. But when you're talking, I work in music. What do people who are musicians do? They play, they play live, they play concerts, they play out, they go. So that is all on hold. The next generation of music and arts is going to figure out a way to continue this work of bringing music, arts, and culture, whether it be, whether it be music, whether it be dance, whether it be sculpture, whether it be whatever the form of music and arts is, whether it's language, uh, touring, production, and they're going to figure out a way how to continue that work going forward. Through the years of the music business, embracing change was always very important. We saw the changes between how music came out on one of these uh, and is now on one of these. And that change was embraced by, uh, it, well, a lot of people fought it, but a lot of people did embrace it. So the, the advice that I would give to those going forward is to take the lessons that have been taught from those who began it. Fix and change and adjust what needs to change to move forward and learn from what it took to get here. So my advice to the generation coming up who's going to take over for us in all aspects of life, whether it be politics, whether it be teaching, whether it be cooking or anything else, take what you've learned, add your own, bring it forward, pay it forward, help the next generation, and then every generation will help that generation going forward. And before you know it, somebody will be looking back at this archive going, wow, you know what? That was really cool. And I'm glad that they set the tone for us to move forward. And I'm going to continue to move forward and teach the next generation. Just beautiful, Laura. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. You know, hopefully next time you're going to be president of the, of the Daisy Jotley Music Foundation. You know, listen, that's, that's one thing we didn't discuss. It was an honor, an honor 
that Daisy uh, and the board, uh, your one, you wonderful board members of ours, uh, did honor me with this blessing to act as interim president after after Joe did pass away. Uh, and I am a proud interim president, and I will be an even prouder president should I be bestowed that honor. Well, you know, we're, we're dedicating this this uh, show to Joe Brown. We are. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for all you did. Yes. Now, before we close, can you tell us more of the information about the way to buy tickets about the event? Absolutely. So Illuminance, which uh, Errol just spoke about, is our concert broad uh, concert series on Bannerman Island. It's a very short residency. It's a limited engagement. It is limited seating. I mean, I'm talking that Daisy is pretty much playing for about uh, the, the same amount of people that might be in your living room watching a movie at night. It is a very intimate performance. And all the information can be found. You pretty much can find us on Facebook, uh, the Daisy Jopling Music Mentorship Foundation. Just search it up on Facebook. That'll show you all the current things that are going on and bring you to our website where you can find out more and donate if it moves you and learn about more about the work that we're doing and about Daisy herself who is the leader of this organization. Wow okay well thank you so much Laura. Thank you so, Errol. Okay I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast and um, next week I guess will be Bell Taurus um, and I just want to leave you with one thought may you always have a dream of passion. Thank you, and I'll see you next week. God bless all of you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.